0: All right, so today I have Ashish Mehta on the line, and he is the CEO over at PatientClick. Ashish, welcome to the show. Thank you. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at PatientClick and uh, how you're helping your clients. But before we get into that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So Ash, how did you get started in business and in your career?
1: Well, uh, so I, you know, trained as an engineer, at an early stage of my life, and started working in early, you know, early ages as an engineer. I realized it's important to understand um, what's, you know, what's going around uh, in the community what you, where you live in, and uh, one of the most important thing uh, which was uh, affecting all of us is healthcare. And uh, that was a time when it was a huge, you know, healthcare is the only one which was lagging behind in technology compared to all other, uh, you know, verticals which are, Mm -hmm. which we, you know, we deal with in day-to-day life. And that's how I decided to, you know, change career and get involved into entrepreneurship and start my own business.
0: So I, I think a lot of people are are in your shoes of where you started. So meaning highly educated, we're was work, we're working in one field, and so for example, when you're working as an engineer and really saw a need or saw a void that they could fill, and and now we're uh, in your case, you went for it. So meaning you've been, you know, your your company's been around now, you know, over eight years for Patient Click. Um And I know you've done other things, but uh, so you for this one um now obviously with the with the benefit of hindsight and having been through these experiences, you're obviously a more tenured entrepreneur. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that new entrepreneur that's starting out that made that head that's highly educated and they're thinking about going after it, but they're just not quite sure yet.
1: Well, one of the big things, and this is an advice to fellow entrepreneurs and anyone who is getting into it, is whatever field they're looking into, just look at the, you know, whether if there is a need for whatever product or services they're offering, and if it is, is it a sustainable business on its own? Um, So you know, it's not like a temporary or, or you know, like a short-term need. It's something which is an ongoing. Demand supply gap or, or, or ongoing expectation from a customer where nobody is offering that services a solution uh, right now, and 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 if they come up with a solution which can help uh, clients, or especially in healthcare, if help physicians or patients to you know get the care when they need, that's the that's the you know key to success. No, I love
0: it. Um, let's switch it up, Ash. I want to get into what you're doing over at PatientClick. So first, tell us a little bit more about the business.
1: Um, so we started PatientClick almost eight years ago, or, you know, at the time, many of the healthcare documentation was quite fragmented. There was no unified platform across the country, and uh, healthcare reform was, you know, into early stage. So there was time when physicians many part of the country, they still used to handwrite the notes or dictate the notes, but there's no way to connect or, you know, no way to extract data from one system to another or communicate or share those data amongst uh, across the country. And uh, as a patient click, what we do is we provide healthcare technology platform which enable patients to connect with providers seamlessly. That's number one. But number two, we bring in a lot of efficiency for physician offices or practices to manage this patient's data, whether it's the patient demography, which is the contact information and what's going on, to all the pharmaceutical data, to all the lab information, as well as any clinical data pertaining to patients.
0: No, I, I love this, and uh, I'm a big fan of the, of telemedicine and how and how it's been uh, evolving. I mean, I have. Quite a few friends who've considered who are doctors and they're thinking about um, adding either adding that that to their practice or even for some that have worked for large hospitals and other things thinking about doing making that a more full time thing for them to be able to um to uh practice medicine so I, I love the idea and I love where it's going, and especially for a lot of those rural um, maybe let's say somebody that's um, doesn't have the easiest time accessing healthcare because they're not necessarily in a, in a major city. Um, there's just Correct. a lot of different a lot of different um, ways that people can be helped. Any trends? I mean, because you've been in that, you've been. I, I don't know the exact beginning of telemedicine, but um, eight years plus. Uh, I think you're probably in the forefront of it all getting started. Any kind of
1: trends that you're noticing um, currently in, in the field? Yeah, so a lot of uh, you know direct to consumer products are now emerging, where patients would like to connect to physician like real time now. Now, uh, we have seen a lot of rural and uh, you know remote hospitals, remote facilities, using telemedicine now for either connecting patients to a metro hospital or facility, or do a peer to peer communication, which means now a patient who lives in remote areas they don't have to travel another you know 2 hours to seek a specialist they can still go to their regional hospital or clinic and from there they can initiate a remote call and patient is still taken care of so technology technology has changed the way how medicine been delivered in the country you know across across US so I, I know from your vantage point, you see the
0: numbers, and it, to me, it, it obviously must work. Like this, it, the uh, the whole um, the whole tele- telemedicine and doing it over through a computer must obviously work, or else it's, it wouldn't be growing so fast. Um, is there any metrics or anything you care to share on how on how on how it's working? So meaning like either um, positive feedback that you've seen and patient care things like that? Because I'm just curious to get some numbers if you happen to have them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it, the metrics could be across the board, but some of the numbers I'd like to share is, you know, before patient, especially for follow-up, patient used to, from door to door, from their home, you know, take out a car, go mm-hmm. to, you know, physician 30, 40 miles away from their home, mm-hmm. uh, spend another 20 to 30 minutes average in a waiting room for practically less than 10 minutes of physician time face-to-face. Right. Yep. Correct. Um, so if you look at it, patients spend almost like three to four hours, including travel time and parking money and whatnot, for mm-hmm. effective 10 minutes face-to-face physician time. With telemedicine, now patient can be at home and spend equal amount of time communicating with the provider, doesn't have to you know, uh, actually drive or go all the way to a, a hospital or clinic, especially for the 10-minute encounter. They can still do it face-to-face using technology. So it's helped patients enormous in terms of the amount of time what they can save. That's number mm-hmm. one. Number two, we have seen the technology brings in a lot of efficiency at physician end, too, because now we have seen physicians who who provide services to nursing home. They used to travel one nursing home to another to another for like, you know, all day. And at yeah. the most, they can cover two or three nursing home in a day because of the traveling involved. And with telemedicine now, they don't have to travel to five nursing homes. They're basically switching those locations on a computer, and now they instead of three or five, now they can cover ten nursing homes in a day. Wow! Yeah. So.
0: That's absolutely it has amazing. Yeah, the I, I knew that. Yeah, that's amazing. So the effectiveness of one doctor is covering two to three times what what would have been needed in the in the past to get hit the same exactly. amount of nursing homes. Wow, that's absolutely. I knew there were some interesting stats there that I didn't have. Uh, thank you for sharing. Um, so so Ash, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Patient Click or to connect, what's the best way for them to do it?
1: Well, I would recommend to you know go on Patient Click website www.patientclick.com, or they can always connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'd be more than happy to, you know, share more information, use case scenarios, and specific case what they're working with. Um, in fact, uh, you know, uh, telemedicine is not just focused in the U.S. It's actually actually across the across the globe. We have been working with some of the interesting uh, contracts with, uh, you know, folks in China as well as. Uh, you know, somewhere in uh, India as well, where patients are looking for second opinion from physician mm-hmm. in US, they're willing to pay top dollar uh, instead of patient physically traveling. You know, 24 hours, take a flight and come here for uh, one hour. You know, physician consultation. Now, use telemedicine for the same. No, wow. That, that makes
0: total sense. Um, well, hey, Ash,
1: I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today
0: and sharing more about uh, your background and the great work you're doing over at Patient Click. And to the audience, as always, uh, really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Ash, thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate it.